Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's day... Well, I can't even keep count anymore. And yes, as you've probably noticed, having promised not to do another walk and talk through Paris for my daily podlet, I am now doing one. I'm James Gray of iNews.co.uk and the iNewspaper. This is Tennis Unfiltered, Roland Garros Daily Edition. And that is the sound of Paris on a Saturday. Um, I will be walking down some quieter streets and talking through what happened on Friday at the French Open and yeah I think it'll it'll basically be quite an enjoyable 15 minutes for everyone I hope um like I said I did say that I wouldn't do another walk and talk because I only do it when it's really busy and I don't have time to stop and sit down and record something uh Mistakes have been made, um, mostly involving a couple of bottles of Touraine that we got stuck into last night. Anyway, um, yeah, so where are we? We are halfway through the third round of Roland Garros, which means that from a personal perspective, we're kind of over the hump. Uh, just to give you a little insight into my mindset during Grand Slams, as if anyone cares, but here you are. Um, I always say you just have to get to the first Friday because basically the, the first four days, or as it is at Roland Garros, five days are just so busy. You know, the first three days here, you have at least 40 matches every day. Um, there's obviously usually more Brits in the first week or... In this case, all the Brits in the first week. Um, and working for a British newspaper, a bit more responsibility to cover them. So, once you get to Friday, the number of matches is halved twice. Uh, it's all a bit more relaxed. And in theory, your pace of work is a little bit more easygoing. And tend not to be running around after stories in quite the same way. Or 
constantly feeling like you're behind the eight ball. But then things happen, and things always happen. And this time it was Rina Sawalenka pulling out of her post-match press conference, um, which, I mean, in itself, not a problem. And just to kind of lay it all out here, this is the timeline of events for us. So I was on court watching Djokovic and Sabalenka had been playing Shymanovic and not a match I watched um, because it was so straightforward and didn't think it was going to be anything other than that. And we had all noticed, because there's a WhatsApp group on which press conference times get announced, there are other methods as well, but it's just the one that literally says, like, you know, Sabalenka, press conference room one, 12.15 or whatever. And you kind of just sometimes notice that people aren't haven't come up yet. And I was walking down, having watched the first couple of sets of Djokovic, and someone said, you've seen Zavalenka's not down for press yet. I was like, oh yeah, how long did she finish? And it was about two hours. And I thought, okay, that's strange. So I went to the FFT and I said, oh, what's going on? Is Zavalenka doing press today? And they said, oh, we're waiting. She has been requested. So, and when a player is requested, they have to do it or they get fined. So, I mean, sometimes you can make a negotiation and if maybe only one or two people have requested and the player's not feeling great or doesn't fancy it, then sometimes they'll come and say, or oh, do you mind if, if he or she does it? You know, or not. You'll just say, well, fine, if they're not up for it, not up for it. I'm not going to force them to do that press conference. It's not as much fun if they're there under dress. So, that does happen, but wasn't apparently the case with this one. And then, out of nowhere, a transcript appeared. In the place where transcripts always appear, which we all have access to, just said it, and it just looked like every other transcript. So there was Savalenka, clicked through into it, and the first question, well, I mean, first of all, the question starts, thank you for doing this press conference. Now, it wasn't a press conference. As far as anyone is aware, um, there were a couple of hand-picked journalists present and all the questions were asked by one member of WTA staff. No one knows who the journalists who were there were with. It's questionable whether they were there at all, quite frankly, because, as I say, the only person who asked any questions was a member of WTA staff, so... Exactly in what way that's a press conference, I don't know. It's not, basically. So that was the first problem. You're presenting it as something it's not. The second problem is the way it was handled by the tournament authorities, where they didn't tell anyone what was going on. It's all very surreptitious, and this thing just appears. So we went and challenged them on it and said, well, what's going on? How has this happened? Well, I haven't told anyone. They were defensive and evasive and... Yeah, it was pretty frustrating. Now, Sabalenka's answer to that first question, which sort of said, well, you know, can you tell us, or talk to us a bit about what happened on Wednesday? And she basically said, I'm, pull- I'm not doing an pre- open press conference because of my well-being and mental health, which is something that players are entitled to say now. Um, kind of in the wake of Naomi Osaka's, um, I don't even know what the word is, I mean, not scandal, but... You know, what happened with her here two years ago. 
And she also said, you know, I know that people are going to ask me questions in press conferences and sometimes it's going to be more about politics than tennis. Uh, but on Wednesday in the press conference, I didn't feel safe. Now, I understand what she means. I, I've no doubt that that first statement was pretty well prepared. She may even have read it from a sheet. I, and I don't think that phrase is very clever because whatever you think of Irina Sabalenka and whatever you think of her politics or, you know, her tennis or, or whatever, or as a, her as a person or whether you should be talking about that just as an enormous Harley called the next image I think it's going to make rather a lot of noise when his light turns green so I apologise in advance I will try and um, quieten it in the edit Yes, I do edit these, believe it or not, only, only a bit. Anyway, um, whatever you think of Irina Sabalenka, uh, to say I don't feel safe in a press conference because you've been asked questions about your political allegiances, here's comes to Harley. Good looking bike, mate. To say you don't feel safe in a context of a country that has been invaded where war crimes have allegedly been committed. Hundreds of thousands of people have lost their homes, their families, their lives. I, say you don't feel safe in a press conference is, I think, a pretty poor use of words. I don't think she did it maliciously, but, you know, she is signed with ING, one of the biggest agencies in the world, one of the most powerful sports agencies in the world. But... I think that's an awful piece of media management because every Ukrainian in the world will read that and not totally unreasonably say, oh, you don't feel safe. Well, I don't feel safe living in Kiev either because of what a politician that I think you support and has signed a letter of support, a letter in support of, has facilitated, i.e. Alexander Lysyshenko allowing Putin to use Belarus as a kind of staging post for his illegal invasion. So, yeah, overall, I think I totally sympathise with Irina Savalenka for not wanting to do a press conference. Like, yeah, there were some difficult questions there. and I said that the way she answered them on Monday, I thought was incredibly brave and forthright and I thought was, you know, a really great thing for her to do and I did think the line of questioning on Wednesday was, you know, borderline I don't think it was particularly aggressive but you know I think probably once she effectively said no comment probably at that point say well fair's fair nevertheless there are other ways to handle what happened um i would have suggested probably doing a press conference anyway and having the moderator stand up at the beginning and say uh arena's communicated to me that she has been asked several times about her stance on ukraine on politics in belarus She's answered as much as she can 
and she doesn't want to talk about that anymore. And I think everyone would have respected that because, like, at that point you're not you're not going to get anywhere. And it's like, well, and I would kind of agree with it. Like, she's tried to answer the questions best she can. The the various questions are kind of all variations on the same theme. You know, there's only so many different ways you can ask that question in in so many different contexts. So, yeah, I think probably that wasn't very well handled and the backlash from the media is kind of inevitable because the precedent that is set by a player refusing to do a press conference and then the tournament and tour doing a closed press conference like that's a very dangerous precedent now partly a very dangerous precedent for people in my line of work because it's like well you're cutting us out of the equation there and you know in terms of my livelihood that's pretty worrying but also in terms of access to players and you know kind of open media it, it, I, it has some undertones that I was deeply uncomfortable with. Should we talk about some tennis? Probably should. Get closer on Gareth, but still got a bit of time. Um, where was I yesterday? I watched Novak Djokovic. I actually went back to Chatrier, the scene of the 12 hours I spent yesterday not enjoying myself. And I tremendously enjoyed myself because Djokovic versus Davidovic Fakina was a fabulous match. It fell away a bit towards the end, but I mean, Davidovic Fakina is such a good player. And I'm absolutely sure that he will go higher in the world because straight from the outset, his ball striking in difficult conditions, windy conditions, was so pure. And then you combine that with his drop shot ability, his athleticism, and and just his charisma on the court, to be honest. And all of a sudden you've got... Well... You've got a very good player, put it that way. Um, the problem is, when you're playing Novak Djokovic, you have to take your chances. And he did have chances, and he was ahead in that first set. And he had to settle for a tie-break in the end. And what do we know about Novak Djokovic? He's incredible in tie-breaks. Both the first two sets were tie-breaks. And he made... And this is a stat courtesy of Matt Rackett on Twitter. He made zero unforced errors in those two tie-breaks. And that's what... I can't fathom how that's possible. Like, because... It's not like he goes defensive. Um, He just... He's so good in those situations and I haven't got an answer as to why. But maybe it's just an enormous tennis brain combined with incredible athletic ability. So he knows what he can do safely but also aggressively and knows how to put players in positions that is going to make it hard for them to to attack back. I don't know. He's just total sicko so yeah 
GG. Um, the other match I really enjoyed watching yesterday was Alcaraz against Shapovalov. Um, I picked it as my one to watch in my iNews newsletter, which lands in people's inboxes every morning. But um, I did caveat it with the fact that it could be quite one-sided. Now, Shapovalov's watchable even when he's losing, but, like, he's not had a great year on clay, and I just feel like the specific type of player that Carlos Alcaraz is really works against his particular style. So, and so it proved, and he won seven games, and, like, he would be sprinting around behind the baseline and hitting those jumping backhands and, you know, striking the ball as cleanly as he knew how. And Alcaraz would barely move and ping it back past him. It was just... He almost felt sorry for him, like... But if Shapovalov can learn anything, it's like... He has to realise from that, even though Alcaraz's street's better than lots of people in the world, he should realise from that that he has a long way to go to be an elite player. And I don't, you know, I'm not an expert, I'm not a coach. I don't know how to fix that. But he needs to realise that there is a lot of work to do. And I, I, I hope he does it. I really do. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.